And what I'm about to share is the root cause of all of your problems. And that is the stories that you add to events. And then those stories you carry in your mind and in your body for years, sometimes decades for the remainder of your life. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G, and we are back for another week of amazing discussions about facing fear and emerging victoriously. Today, we have Adrian Moreno, and Adrian's going to tell you all about himself and what he is up to. Take it away, Adrian. Yeah. So, you know, when you become an entrepreneur uh, and you get in, well, really, when you get into anything that makes you grow, you start winning, you start getting some momentum, you start seeing some success and then things are going really great. But then all of a sudden, it's like you're in a, it's like you're in an air balloon that's being weighed down by sandbags. And when you just start catching all that flight, all of a sudden, you just get hit with all this doubt, all this insecurity, all this imposter syndrome, all of these fears that literally keep you from being free and keep you from being able to, what I like to say, become successful without going emotionally bankrupt. We have these things that become like a ceiling. What I specifically do is I go in and I remove that for people so they can get to where they're going a lot more easier. I just get rid of the sandbags or like, or I like to say everybody drives a Ferrari. Some people just have the e-brake on. I just go help them pull the e-brake off so they can get to where they're going a lot faster. It's a lot more smooth and a lot more joy along the way. So that's a very quick elevator pitch to what I yeah. am like a big in like an overview into like what I really do for, for my clients. Okay. And so, you know, we, we love a backstory here, like, because obviously, you know, you're at that point right now, but how did you get there? Like what, what kinds of things, what kind of fears did you have to face oh. in order for you to get onto this path? Absolutely. So, um, when I was, uh, when I was seven, no, 18 years old, I was hundred pounds heavier than I am now, 19 years old, actually. And so I lost uh, 91 pounds in a nine month time span. Um, and that really happened after like, you know, I went, I had this six pack in high school then I went through this heartbreak and then started gaining all this weight. Cause I didn't really care about life or whatever. And then finally one day, a good friend called me out, you know, he just said, Adrian, like, very bluntly, he just said, Adrian, you're really fat. Like he just like really directly called me out. And he was like, mm -hmm. you have to like do something about this. And okay. um, like a really just best friend, you know? And I yeah, was yeah. like, all right, man, like that hurt for some reason. I'm like, everybody's been like poking fun at my weight, but that just hurt. And so it hurt enough for me to get up and get moving. 
fast forward nine months, I lost 91 pounds, right? And that's just the, the typical stuff, right? Eat right, move a little bit more. Um, and I was doing that. And along that journey, I discovered I have a really good knack for transferring a skill over to somebody else. I was like, I'm really good at teaching people how to do this for themselves and like how to get in shape on their own, how to do all of that. Because to know things is one thing, but to teach is a whole nother kind of like art in itself. And I was like, well, I'm pretty good at this. So I don't really want to work a regular job. Let's see what the <laughs> entrepreneur thing's like, about. So this is where the fears start coming up, right? I get into becoming an entrepreneur. I, I Google, how do you become a personal trainer? And then like, I started doing everything it says. And within four months, I opened up my personal training business. Um, and I ended up hiring a mentor right out of the gate. Um, I just heard, you know, it makes a lot of sense to hire people who've already done the things. Absolutely. So, it gets you there faster. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, well... I'm either going to go into college student debt for like, you know, 60 to hundred grand, or I can just go $10,000 into debt and hire a mentor who can directly come into my business and help me out. Um, as opposed to like going in like a college route or trying to figure things out on my own. So I just sure. charged it to a couple of credit cards. I went into this mastermind and I was able to build a half a million dollar fitness business within about 18 months. Awesome. So it ended up working pretty pretty well, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yep. And but at the time, I started making all this money. And then all of a sudden, I was so scared of losing it all. Like I was just like, at first, I felt like I didn't even deserve to make money. And then I started making all this money. And then I felt like I didn't even deserve to keep it. Mm. So I started having this fear um, it's really deep, deep insecurity where like, watch out, something's about to happen. Something is about to happen. Mm. And then, and then sure enough, I started losing a lot of clients and I started losing money and making very, like I lost like $20,000 in like two minutes by making a very stupid decision. Like I just started making dumb decisions. I started losing a lot of money and not growing anymore. And then I was like, what the heck is going on? And at the mm. same time, while I'm going through this deep emotional crap, right. at the same time, I started getting really interested in human behavior. And what, what started intriguing me was, so for an example, let's say I have two clients, client A, client B, each paying me. So I, I was always high ticket. So I was like $5,000 for like 90 days of coaching. It was really expensive, but you would think um, that's actually not some, expensive, but yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And so to, it's, it's subjective. Um, and uh, I have had person A pay me $5,000 and they would change their entire life. And then I'd have person B paid me $5,000 and then throw this big old book of excuses at me as to why they could not do the things I told them that they, oh, yeah. that yeah, yeah. why they couldn't do the exercise, do the things they needed to do to get what they wanted to get. Right. And so I was so yeah. interested as why human beings didn't do what they said they would do, but not just that, why would human beings consciously prevent themselves from getting what they want? Mm -hmm. And so I just started getting really intrigued in why do humans do what they do at the same time? I wanted to figure out why I felt the way I felt. Mm -hmm. I was like, why do I feel that I'm so scared? I'm waking up with anxiety all of a sudden. Why do I feel this way? At the same time, why do people do what they do? Yeah. So I just start getting really interested in the space of human behavior. And then one day it hit me. 
I'm sitting down at a at a party, family party. I'm looking at my cousin who was on a weight loss journey at the time. Um, and she, she was sitting here having a real life, like, like life or death decision style moment. She was like, she had this piece of pie and then this orange or apple something. She was deciding whether or not to eat the pie, whether to eat the pie or whether to eat the fruit. And so she, I, I seen her and, the, and she was like quiet to herself. Like you can, you can see it in her face. Yeah, yeah, the angst. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there looking at her. I'm not judging her, but I'm just so curious at what's about to happen. She goes, she puts the pie down and picks up the fruit. Nice. And in my mind, I said, what just happened? What just happened? Because something in her psyche caused her to make that decision as opposed to the other one. Right. What was it that caused that? Because if I can figure out the mechanisms of the actual brain, what's actually going on in her mind when she does that, then not only can I manipulate people's behavior to help them get what they want, but I can manipulate my brain so I can be who I want to be, do what I want to do and feel a whole lot better and have the impact I want to have. Sure. And so all, yeah. so all of a sudden I get so intrigued with manipulating human behavior, positive manipulation, which just means to control in a skillful manner. And so I get really uh, obsessed with this. And I just start, first thing I YouTube was neuroscience because the mm -hmm. only thing I knew about was Dr. Joe Dispenza. So I was like, this may get me <laughs> somewhere. So I YouTube the word neuroscience. I spent a whole evening learning about neurons and how they work in your brain. And I was watching videos that were like neurons for kids, like learning how to teach kids how neurons work because I just wanted a really simple understanding. Yes, get the, the basics. Exactly. Yeah. And, then yeah. I under, and then I just learned that, oh, snap, if you want to change somebody's life or your life, rewire the way your neurons are set up because you can't create new neurons, but you can reorganize your neurons to start firing differently. And so then I become obsessed with learning how to help people fire their neurons. And then I start studying cognitive. And by the way, very transparent. No, I'm not a licensed therapist. I did not go to school for any of this YouTube and Google university and experience and a uh, university is what I used. Um, I started studying cognitive behavior therapy, NLP, and I went super deep into hypnosis. Mm -hmm. And then I learned all of these tools started guinea pigging some clients and like, will you, will you be open to helping? Like you, I know you have a drinking problem. You want me to help you stop drinking to try this stuff. And I, before you knew it, it was like within one or two sessions, people were stopped drinking. They were um, getting their sex life back. They were like crazy things were happening. And that's the super long answer to your very short question asking how I actually got into this space. Um, but what I would say is one of the biggest fears I had to overcome was the imposter syndrome thing of like, who am I to be changing people's brain? Who am I to be doing all of this stuff? I'm not an expert in this stuff. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a background in this. And I started having all of these thoughts come up, but then it hit me. I was like, well, actually, the fact that I'm not an expert is actually my, um, it's my, it's my asset because I'm not an expert, which means I don't think like other experts because experts are tied into this really boxed in way of thinking because experts know what's possible and what's not possible. Somebody who's not an expert has zero, zero idea of what's possible and what's not possible. So we throw everything at the wall, hoping something sticks. So I said, look, I am naive as hell in this space. That's why I'm going to win because I don't have preconceived ideas of what a human being can or can't do. I genuinely believe a human being can change fast. So let me approach it this way. And then before you knew it, we started getting the results to show it.
So that was a big fear I had to overcome, but it just came with that little reframe of, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's actually why I'm ahead of the game because somebody who does know what they're doing, they're not going to do the things. They're not going to attempt. They're not going to make the attempts that I'm about to make. Right? No, so it makes sense. answer your question? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so, so many things there um, that I could <laughs> focus on. But like the thing that I thought was interesting that you said was, that you really had a fear of success. And I don't know like what your money mindset was before you started making money. So, because that is a huge deal for people. So if, if people's like, they don't have like a, like a healthy mindset around money and understand that like, it's okay to have a lot of money that it's, it's money is like a tool, right? It's just Mm -hmm. something that gives you options. And so if you feel like you don't deserve it, then what will happen is it'll get taken away from you, which is what kind of what happened to you. And it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that you um, set out to make decisions like that. It was that deep down, like whatever your mindset was around money, like you felt as though you didn't deserve to have an abundance of it. Right. So if you have an abundance mindset surrounding money and understand like it's function as a tool, then, you know, you will continue to function in abundance and you will continue to have more and more money to steward, right? And you'll Absolutely. continue to be able to make more and more impact around you. Um, but the moment you like, you're like, oh my gosh, no, I, I don't deserve to have this. Then immediately it will be gone. It will be taken away. It's a funny yeah. thing. And people, you know, I never used to believe that until I started really working and focusing on my own money mindset and my attitude towards it. And, you know, appreciating even finding a penny on the ground and understanding that that's abundance, you know, finding a penny is, is a gift to you. And what you do with that, you know, is your gift to the world. Like, so it's just, you know, it's just having that. Um, and, and it sounds like once you like started digging into how is it that we make these decisions about, you know, what we do and the things that affect our lives, um, which kind of goes back to the money thing, right? Because now you found a way in which you can actually help people to be effective because you mentioned that you had clients that, you know, would actually get to the goal. And then you had these other clients who would just pay you and they would never get to the goal. They would have, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they never, would let yeah, their fear, exactly. their fear and the excuses kind of get in the way, like block them from their greatness, which is a very, very common thing that happens to people. And, you know, it is, it's really crucial that you're able to get to that next level with your clients now with, you know, all the work that you've done and, you know, the research that you've done, because, you know, that is, I mean, a coach's goal. I mean, I'm sure this is probably your goal too. I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like, you know, a coach's goal is always for the client to get to their goal. Exactly. Right? Yeah, for them exactly. to have the change, because that's the whole point of a coach. You get a coach so that you can get from point A to point B more efficiently. Right. I mean, and you have checks, and balances, right? You have people, somebody who is going to hold you accountable and who is going to maybe give you the real view, like your best friend did. Your best friend was like, yo, man, you got 90 extra pounds. Like, what the heck is going yeah. on? Like, let's, let's, let's think about this. You know what I mean? The person who is going to give you the real, the real goods and not going to sugarcoat things. Um, so yeah. that's what a coach does. And so for you, I could see why there was angst, right? Because you're like, I have these people over here who are, you know, getting a results you know, getting the intended, like going through the pathway, getting the intended result. And then I had these other people over here who are like giving me their money and that just like not like they're just like 
blocking their greatness. Like why? Yeah. And that and feels so bad as somebody who takes the money. But yeah. I mean, you will, because that's like your, your job and your, you know, your passion is to help people to get there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. point, you know, point B. And so it's pretty awesome that you had an epiphany um, the way that you did. And um, I don't know what your cousin's doing now, you know, like what she's living her best life. I mean, I hope so. But I mean, yeah. she like completely so, like impacted your whole jam. And I know? never shared that directly with her. Like I never said, you know, cause because of what you did that day, I'm like all into this mindset stuff. Uh, but one of the things I want to hit on really quick yeah, yeah. Uh, is sometimes you, like, let's talk about this money thing real quick, because I know money's important to a lot of your listeners. Right. And it should be right. If you're in this space. Hey, it's Dr. G, and I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. Um, one of the things is a lot of times your money beliefs or your money problems have nothing to do with money. Uh, they actually have everything to do with how you feel about yourself and whether or not you feel safe. So you said something, you said, you, you said you felt like you didn't deserve the money. It sounded like, so it sounded like you just kind of pissed it all away, which is very true. But was it that I didn't deserve that? Like, like for me, I was like, okay, let's figure out where this is coming from. Because this is what really also remember it was my clients who were like making me really get interested. And also my personal life, just being so anxious all the time. And like, what the heck? So after I learned what I learned, I used neuro remapping, which is a process I created. I took myself into this trance and it's like, a I'll share a little bit more about that. But anyways, I took myself into a theta brain state. So we all have beta, alpha, theta, um, delta, and then gamma, right? Mm -hmm. We have all these different brain waves. When you're in theta, you can communicate with your unconscious mind, like very clearly. So for me, I, there's a process I use, and I actually have a gift I'll share with your audience, but the process I use to get into theta, once I'm in theta, I give myself certain cues. I'm like, subconscious mind, I want you to tell me why I'm so scared of money. I want mm -hmm. you to tell me why I'm losing all this money. And the way that the mind communicates is it communicates through images. And so the way, the image that typically comes up is a memory. And so for me, when I got deep into finding the root cause behind my pattern of making a lot of money and losing it, I went back to a memory where I was four years old, standing in my grandmother's living room, looked directly out of the window, and I can see my dad, clear as day, drop to his knees, scream at the top of his lungs, 
beg my mom not to leave him and not to take me and my brothers away from him. This is all a memory that I went back to. And it was very vivid when I went back to it, when I was in this state of mind. And so as I saw my dad screaming, yelling, who, by the way, my dad was like Superman at the time in my mind. Um, when I saw that, I decided to make that mean something. And what I'm about to share is the root cause of all of your problems. And that is the stories that you add to events. And then those stories you carry in your mind and in your body for years, sometimes decades for the remainder of your life. That day, I looked at an event that was happening, right? My mom and my dad, it, this was the fight that led to their divorce. Like everything happened after this fight. Okay. I'm sitting here witnessing them, watching an event. And then in my mind, I said, I am not safe. That I'm not safe became a belief. It became a story that I carried with me like a back. I'm actually, I wore it on my body like a tattoo from that point on. I carried it like it was a part of myself. And that's why I grew up wondering why I was so shy, wondering why I was so scared of being myself. Well, no matter what, I tried to be myself. I was like, I can't because I'm not safe. And then mm. I found myself becoming an entrepreneur. And you know, when you become an entrepreneur, it starts oh, yeah. bringing some stuff yes, up. Yes, it does. Right? All the personal development that's All the personal development is like accelerated. <laughs> and then here I was making all this money and I was feeling not safe. So what did I do? I pissed all that money away because my nervous system did not feel right with it. It wasn't until I went back to that moment. This is a part of Nero remapping. I remapped the memory. I went back to that moment. I sat with that little boy. I let his body feel my arms around him. I was like, dude, you're freaking safe. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, you're 25 years old now. You're healthy. You're alive. You got money. Like you're mm -hmm. good. And I was yeah. able to like, um, I was able to show him my life. I was able to show, communicate. Look, mom and dad splitting up was actually really safe because they weren't, they were dangerous together. It's great that they're apart now. Like they're best friends now because my mom and dad are great friends today and they have their own spouses and, you know, and I was able to give him a new memory, a new perspective, which remapped the, my neurons in my brain. Mm -hmm. And then right after that, I started having my biggest months and I've never gone back down Awesome, because awesome. I genuinely feel safe in my body, which means I feel safe to go for everything that I want. So it's also very important that you understand what are your beliefs around money for sure, but your beliefs around money stem from your beliefs around yourself. Mm -hmm. So if you focus on the beliefs you have about yourself, the beliefs about money become very apparent. Like if you believe you're not good enough, then you're going to believe you're not capable of making money. And you're going to believe that you, you, you have, what you have to do is not valuable. Why? Because it comes from the belief that you're not good enough. So focus on the identity and everything else will change after that. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, that deep work is super important. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because like, you know, you kind of um, somewhat fell into entrepreneurship, but like people who, you know, have had like, other careers and then go towards entrepreneurship as their like, you know, side gig or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, they have to do a lot. I would say probably even more intense deep work because um, you always have like when you when you just do entrepreneurship and you don't have something else that is your fallback, 
then you are forced to do the deep work immediately. When yeah, no you choice. are doing it as a side <laughs> gig and you're now you're developing, it takes like longer and it also it doesn't force you. Like you're not like um, it's not like uh eat what you kill kind of situation, you know, or it's not like sink or swim. It's not uh it's not a situation where you have got to make it work. And so you don't do everything necessary in order to make it work. You kind of do it like as a hobby for a little while, and then when things are like maybe starting to look yeah. more promising you might do a little bit of personal development here and there and then it's not until you completely buy into the belief that you can do it without the the cushion of your main gig that you actually start doing the deep work necessary in order for you, when to you believe that you're safe yes yeah. that's another yeah. thing if you don't believe you're safe you probably won't even go within yourself to do the work because a lot of people they're scared of themselves like they're scared to feel their stuff because they grew up believing, you know, like for me, um, you know, we grew up believing that uh, human beings were original, like by nature, um, flawed, right? And that was like my religion was like, you know, you're, you're flawed by nature and you have to do these things. Um, that can make people fear their insides, you know? Sure. And it's like yeah. these kind of beliefs of not being safe, like safety is everything. If you believe you're safe, to leave your job if you believe you're safe overall no matter what you do you're going to go full out because you feel safe enough to do so yeah no that's a great point that's awesome so now you got to tell people how they can get in contact with you and yes. spell it if it's a website just because like you know when you say it sometimes people might look up all kinds of things not yeah purpose, i got you but, well you know, i actually want to give your listeners a gift and this will be the best way they can find me because I'm going to be in their email. I'm going to be sending them my socials through email. They can follow me through there. But if you want to actually learn how to rewire your neural pathways with a very unique process and be able to pinpoint specific moments in your life where you may have picked up these heavy beliefs and you want some help changing them, then just go to, uh, I'll say it, then I'll spell it, but go to rewiremythoughts.com slash unshakable. That is R-E-W-I-R-E-M-Y-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S.com slash U-N-S-H-A-K-E-A-B-L-E. And nice. so y'all go to that, uh, you will be able to go, you'll be able to go directly to that, put it in your email, and then I'll send you over a video where you're actually able to experience, you know, like what I'm talking about here today. Okay. Not a big, fantastic. Thanks for doing that. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. And then, um, and then they get be able to link with you and your socials and stuff like that through that. Yeah. Like, like in my email, um, because I like to give y'all one space to go to, if I give you all these different socials, where are you going to find me? Right. Right, uh, right. But when, whenever I give you that email, like you'll see me in your inbox says, Hey, connect with me on Twitter, connect with me on Instagram, connect. And then you have all my socials directly in your inbox. And so easiest way for you, easiest way for you. Okay. All right, cool. All right. You know, this has been such a great conversation, Adrian. Um, I know that a tribe has benefited greatly from the pearls that you have dropped. So thank you for all of them. And thanks for sharing your story. We have a tradition on this show and it's called yep. fill in the blanks. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Right, I got cool, them right cool, here. Go cool. ahead. All right. So the first one is if I'm fearless, I will. Do I start and say it? Yeah. Well, so if, okay. if you're, if, you're if I am fearless, blank, if I'm fearless, I will. 
If I am fearless, I will go for everything that I want. All right. All right. That's good. And then the next one is to me, fearless freedom means. To me, fearless freedom means the ability to uh, fill your entire experience. And no, the, the ability to fill your entire experience with a smile on your face. Love that it. means the bad too, the ugly. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Bad and good. I got you. <laughs> like you just roll with it <laughs> with a no. smile. Not as great. And then the last one is um, my battle cry is. My battle cry is. I am worthy and deserving of everything that I want. Awesome. 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 That is fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the Thank time out me. to come on the show. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. It's always very encouraging to hear from young people who are doing some incredible things. So, you know, that, that's inspiring to everybody listening. Right. So Absolutely. thank you for your time and, you know, sharing your story and, and everything. Absolutely. Thank you.